0: I will explain to you. When God has created everything, he saw that this man cannot be alone. He said, I'm going to make and help meat for him. Now, God wanted to help man. He now created the woman. He poured himself into the woman and sent her to help the man. You cannot help your man if God is not in you. That is what what I'm trying to portray here. You cannot help that man. It is not the man that you are, you are, you are, you are accounted, that you will account to. It is the man, it is the God that has sent you to the man. I don't want to sound complex, but I hope you are getting my point. Praise the Lord. Somebody is in need. And I want to send Momitiji to help the person. And I say I cannot go, but I'm going to send you. What are those things you need? You need money, I give you money. You need clothes, I give you clothes. You need car, I give you car. And I have school. time to time, how are you doing the work that I have sent you? Because I am the one sending you into the life of this man as an help to go and meet and help him. So you are accounted to me you cannot get out of the life of that man without consulting me because I sent you. Even when the man is not responsible and you cry to me and you say, mommy, anything wrong is you?" And I said, don't worry. I have seen it. I know him. That is his character. And that is why I have sent you. Yes, ma'am. Sisters, you can see that. Nobody say, ah, don't love me. Pass. Hey, 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 Clement. Now, John, I go marry because John loved me past Clement. You are making mistake. Praise the Lord. So that is what God intended for marriage, but we have messed it up. Emotions, love. He gives me this. He has this. When I got married to my husband, he had nothing. I mean nothing, but God spoke to me and I know what I'm talking about. What is your relationship with God? Can you hold God by his word and say, you sent me here in the first place. Father, you must sort me out. Until you are able to create that. I'm sorry, sisters. It is a battle. It is a battle of destiny. The devil tried to steal the destiny of the man away, And the woman said, no, God sent me here. You can't. I am here for him. That is marriage. And so, if you don't know the sender, how do you hold him by by his word? I pray from my heart that this morning, the Lord himself will encounter you. Stop all this that you are doing. Dating, boyfriend, girlfriend. I never knew. I did not look like the help my husband needed. Like I told you, I was a school search holder. But God equipped me. Now, before I round off, I want to paint a scenario. A brother, I will have brought out a brother, but I don't want to waste time. There are two brothers. God has destined the brother, Brother A, to become the king. And God has destined Brother B to be a chief. That is the destiny. And then, there are two sisters. Sister A has been equipped to carry load of kings. You know, brother, A is supposed to be the king. And God has equipped her. On the journey of life, she has suffered. Your suffering is not ordinary, your oh sisters. Brothers, whatever you are passing through now is not ordinary. It is for the future. Time will not permit me to share my experience with you. Whatever you are passing through today, God is building you for something. And God, God has built this sister. But sister B, God has built her too. To carry the Lord destiny of a chief. You know the Lord destiny of a king is different from that of a chief. Okay? So, sister A, who is supposed to carry Lord destiny of brother A, now said how can I marry this one? Car, he no gets. He never gets money to rent out safe. I cannot marry a man like this. I'm sorry. But Brother B, ask her. He looks like tall, handsome, well-built. Come on. One can present this. And so, she took Brother A, is supposed to be a chief, and she is carrying power to carry load, destiny of a king, and got married to brother B, who is supposed to be a chief. Now, what is going to happen? There will be battle in that household. Because the sister is qualified, she knows better, she has strengths, she has inbuilt, she wants to control the man, and say, man, get out, do this, you are supposed to de- put the king, and the brother will want be, I am a chief, oh. You cannot come and kill me. There will be trouble in the house. I say, my wife is wants to be in charge. She wants to, there will be trouble in that home. And if brother B, who is supposed to be a chief, gets married, that is the chief now, marrying the sister who is supposed to carry low destiny. Now the brother who is supposed to be the king and say, Ah, sister, you will find you. So ugly. She doesn't even know how to dress. She doesn't. Let me go for sister B that has strength of carrying low destiny of a chief. Okay, the king, the man king has married the wife chief. The best that man can be, sir, a man, is a chief. She doesn't have the strength. When the man wants to move, she will not allow him to move. I say, ah, eh, pa mi jare, che, il le lotu kutaferabai, ah, moferashaw, batani o ministry, ministry, you should be shouting ministry. Please, take it easy, your Ministry will continue after we die, yo. I beg, leave me as I am. So the best the man can be is a
1: chief. Wow. It's very complex. I pray that God God himself will
0: minister to you in Jesus' name.
1: I know if we should leave you, you have a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about. Youth, I believe you are learning something. You are learning something. Sister, Sister B, if you don't have the capacity to carry the load of King A, is it that you go back to God and ask him to help you to fit in, or you don't have any business going there in the first place, so that you not prevent King A to enter the palace. Praise God. And Brother B, Brother A, that looks like he's going to the palace, but has decided to go and marry Sister Chief, you have to look before you leap, Because the highest you could go is to be a chief. Worst case scenario. Because she might not be able to go along with you. I pray God will bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. sir, The okay. married are waiting.
2: Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Let me start by saying... Mommy, thank you. Mommy Tapere and Daddy Tapere, we celebrate God in your life. Let me start by saying, what keeps a marriage goes beyond love. What keeps a marriage goes beyond love. Just like my wife has said, a lot of people have read books, read novels, uh, James Hadley Chase, Mills and Bones and watch all kinds of love stories, Nollywood, Hollywood, Bollywood. Z-Word. And usually when those, films, when those films end, how do they end? And they lived happily thereafter. Listen to me. Such things exist only in movies. Such things exist only in books. They don't exist in real life. Why? God has not created perfect husbands. God has not created perfect wives. They do not exist. Perfect wives don't exist. Perfect husbands don't exist. So if anybody is looking for perfect wives, perfect husband, that person may need to wait till eternity because they do not exist. Am I a perfect husband? Ask my wife. I am not. Is she a perfect wife? No, sir. She's not. This morning, we still had a quarrel in our bedroom. This morning, before we came to church, we still had a quarrel this morning. We disagreed this morning. After 26 years, yes, sir, we still had a disagreement this morning. I will share with you five basic principles that will make your marriage to work. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus I said, love is not what makes a marriage. It's not enough. Those people who divorced after 28 years, 30 years, a marriage collapsed after 52 years. 52. You'll be wondering. The truth is this. There are certain things they do not know. You need more than love. Those people who had, you had stories. husband killed wife wife killed husband. You think they didn't love themselves. They loved themselves. They started with love. But there is knowledge. There are knowledges that we must share. And that's why I thank God for our mission that has given enough room for things like this to exist in our church. Where we can talk about marriage. Where we can talk about knowledge. There are a lot of things that young people, people who are getting into marriage today, they don't know. I love her. She loves me. I love her. She loves me. We love her ourselves. You need knowledge, you and part of the knowledge we need to know. Number one, I said I will share with you five basic principles. Number one principle, the principle of acceptance. Accept what you have. The woman you have married, accept her. The man you have married, accept her. This is my portion. This is my lot in life. I have accepted her. I started by saying she will not be perfect. He will not be perfect. So I've accepted her. My wife is not an angel. So I have issues with her. After 26 years, we have issues. But I made up my mind that this is the one I'm marrying. And that's all. I told a story. A sister was, please, sorry. I'm not a pastor. I'm an evangelist. <laughs> a sister was getting married. And the car was already taken out to the church. And a younger sister went to her. I said, sister, can I have the key of your room now that you are leaving so that I can take over your room? The bride looked at the sister and said, oh, you can't take my room as I'm going. I don't know what I will meet there. I may need that room. You don't need a prophet to tell you that she will come back. After a few years, she will come back. Because she has not burnt the bridge. She hasn't accepted what you have. So number one principle, accept what you have. The Yoruba have a proverb. Help me to interpret it. No matter how eh? no matter how dirty or smelly your mouth is, you will accept your mouth. Is that correct? So let your husband be that dirty mouth. Let your wife be that dirty mouth. Accept number one principle. Number two, understand what you have. The principle of understanding. Don't tell me I don't understand my husband. Don't tell me I don't understand my wife. You can't understand what you have not accepted. It is when you have accepted that you can understand. Understand that two married people, husband and wife, they are from two different backgrounds. Let all the men of God in the world pray for you on your wedding day. Let the G.O. be the one that will preach. Let Baba Oye be the one that will share the grace. Who else? Huh? Baba Kumbu is the one that joined them. Who else? MFM is the one that did whatever. The truth is this. Iron, they say sharpen it. But when two iron are sharpening themselves, some things will happen. Do you know what will happen? Huh? Heat. Thank you. What else will happen? Fire. Thank you. Huh? Noise. And finally... When iron sharpened iron, there will be residues. Something must drop from the two sides. So when they tell you where you are getting married, they say, iron sharpened iron. Those things will happen. So the fact that you were prayed for in the church does not guarantee a good marriage. The fact that men of God blessed you, laid hands on you, does not guarantee. You must understand that the woman you are marrying, the man you are marrying is coming from a background that is different from your own. You can't, you can't be deceived. One of my friends had a problem for over twenty years until I counseled them. What is the problem? The wife came from a family. In their family, the man, the man came from a family of professor. The father is a professor. The wife is a pro- the mother is a professor. So when they want to have breakfast, they sit down together on the table, and everybody, as Egwodokwe, their legs must be complete before they eat, and they will bless the food they will eat. And then when they finish eating, they stand up and they go. But the wife, in their own family, you are hungry, you eat. So when they got married, the husband said, we must sit down at the table and eat. And the man would come back late from work. And he said, we must sit down. The wife said, "Ah, sit down. I am hungry, I eat. Why must I wait for you? The man said, no, that is the way it must be done. The wife said, no, you are hungry, you eat. And so that became an issue. And so they couldn't understand. None of them is right. None of them is wrong. It's just that they are coming from two different worlds. Listen to me. Siblings from the same family. Siblings from the same family who ate the same food, drank the same water, lived in the same house. They have issues. How many of you? you quarrel with your siblings. Raise up your hand. I am number one. You are your siblings. You call it. Eh? So who told you that you and your wife will not call it? The wife that did not grow up in the same house with you. The husband that did not grow up in the same house with you. You call with your siblings. So why would you call with your husband? You must understand. Number three, management. When you accept, you understand, you will know how to manage. I'm managing this girl.
0: And I'm managing this boy.
2: I've been managing now for 26 years. So when you, when you see us, when we are talking, you think that, oh, wow, angels are talking. Angels are in Angels are bo. When we get to our bedroom, you know that we are not angels. We are not, oh. We are managing because we have accepted. We have understood. Now we are doing what? We are managing. So learn to manage what you have. If, you, if other people should open their mouth and tell you, you'll be shocked. So, manage what you have. Number three, or number, the principle of celebration. Let me start, okay, let me go to the principle of appreciation. Learn to appreciate what you have. Appreciate your husband. Appreciate your wife. Wives, appreciate your husband. See, my wife does something that, that trickles me. When I pay school fees, my wife will tell the children, and Lord my daddy. And then the children will come and appreciate me. And I know it's my wife that told them to go and appreciate me. Now, it's my, is it not my duty to pay? It's my duty, Shabby. But while I am performing my duty, somebody is appreciating me for performing my duties. That's excellent. That's excellent. That will not permit me to go into all the details. Learn to have, even when the man has done what he should do, start to truly appreciate him. The same thing goes... Listen to me, a wife of a very big man of God told us, he said, I began to lust after somebody else apart from my husband because this brother appreciates my food. My husband doesn't appreciate my food. What happened? The father in the Lord, this big man of God, when mama cooks food and puts it on the table, daddy will pray to Jesus and thank Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this food. And that he will eat the food. After eating the food, he will thank Jesus. Now, Jesus cook come. Jesus provided the food. Somebody cooked it. And that was a big problem in the life of this woman of God. Simply because the husband doesn't appreciate. When she makes good here, the husband is too spiritual. Too spiritual. He's always in the seventh... Uh, seventh heavens baba ori aye orun baba baba man all the husbands in the house come down from heaven come down we are still on earth eja kokosaye noka lo celebrate your wife omo you are beautiful omo uti doju omo wa omo sese omo moye Spirituality does not take all of that. If you if you enter my see you will not enter my bedroom, so you don't know what we do. We see all kinds of things. I was chatting with us about a while. I said, Talk to your wife. Want to he kill her mama so I said, See anything. He said, But there's nothing to say. I said, Say nonsense. Say nonsense. When you are with your wife, you are permitted to say. Nonsense. Me and my my wife, we say nonsense. A lot of nonsense. We can't say it in short. This is short. But when I enter my room at this time, collar, shirt, we start saying nonsense. It makes your marriage good. Appreciate. Finally, celebrate. As you are celebrating, I think I've said it too. Appreciation and Celebration. My brother, my sister, if you apply these five principles, I've told you, one, what's the first principle? Two. Three. Management. Four. Appreciation. Five. You'll be shocked. Things will take a turnaround. May God bless you. May He increase you.
1: Amen. Wow. Seek to understand before you you are understood. Understand, accept, manage, appreciate, and celebrate each other. eh? How many years? We're not going to be here for eternity. And there is no marriage in heaven. So me, I have told myself, I'm going to enjoy it here while it lasts. So that when I appear at the gate of heaven, angels will kill like this to welcome me just for managing my home. I don't know about any other person. So why would we be at each other's truth all the time as see we are enemies? You've seen best of friends becoming sworn enemies because we are married. People are praying that they'll get out of the marriage. Something should happen to their spouse so that they can be free. Why the singles are crying, Lord, when would you do my own? Some people are saying, Lord, when would you take this person away from my life? May that not be our portion in Jesus' name. Before we start, um, if you have questions, please, um, you can indicate, and um, if you don't want to use the microphone, ushers, I believe you have sheets of paper to pass around to those who want to ask questions. So this Q&A session, we have about 15 to 20 minutes to do that. So if you want to ask questions, please, I'd like you to signify, indicate, or you write it. Okay, daddy, thank you, sir. I've noted that. I'll call you, sir. But I want to ask KSO and SSO two vital questions. One from the marriage, and if the spirit moves me again, I can ask one more. So that, because I advocate for a balanced society. I do not believe in being gender-biased. Um, feminism is a good movement, but somehow people have pervert, They have perverted it. So, there is no, like you said, there is no perfect man, there is no perfect woman. So, whenever we are judging a matter, let's look at it from both ends. Praise God. So, that's why I'm going to ask you two questions, daddy, for the sake of the married, and I will ask mommy one question. The first question is this. We've had women complain about their husbands not helping them at home their husband, there's an argument that a man is not supposed to do anything, the wife is supposed to do all the house chores, it is not scriptural, it is not biblical, it is cultural, it is not traditional, and all of that. I want to ask you, what's your view on that? Is it wrong for men to assist their wives? Especially when the children are still young? If yes, if it is wrong, please, what is the scriptural foundation for that? And if it is not Um, in the scripture, if it is as a result of culture, how can we shape the culture for the betterment of all?
2: Thank you. The Yorubas have a proverb. I'm sorry, I will say it again. One, that means the helper cannot become the owner of the property. See, every man in the house must understand this. The work belongs to the man. Who did God create? When God was creating, who did he create? Man. man. Did he create woman? He did not have intention of creating a woman. Or if he had intention, we didn't know. It was when the man was given an assignment and it was found that the man couldn't do it alone. God said, it is not good. The situation of the man was bad. That was the first time the Bible mentioned anything negative. This man, his situation is bad. So he needs help. Is that okay? And then God brought animals. Check your Bible very correctly. What God brought was not the woman. God didn't bring the woman. He brought animals and said, check. Can any one of these fit you? And the Bible says, Adam named all the animals, but help was not found. All the men in the house, I sorry for us. As the animals were passing in front of Adam, if Adam had chosen giraffe,
1: or chimpanzee,
2: or lion, or antelope, don't be shocked today. I will just walk into this church with, an, with a giraffe. <laughs> I will have walked into the church with a giraffe. But Adam could not find help. And so God had to make him sleep and then created the woman. And when the woman was created, we found her to be a new version, a revised standard version of the man. Because there were things in the woman that did not exist in the man. I'm laying this foundation for you to know. The question of, is it right for a man to help his wife, does not even arise. Who is the owner of the work? So who is helping who? The woman. It is the woman that is helping the man. It is the woman that is helping the man. Thank you, sir. That's Bible. I am not trying to, I'm not trying to protect women. I'm just telling you the truth. It is the woman that is helping the man, because the assignment actually belongs to the man. The woman was not part of the original plan. She came as a result of the inability of the man, of the man to perform the duty. So the woman came as. So if somebody came to help you, and you go to the kitchen to join. You are not helping the woman. You are helping yourself. Wow.
1: You are helping the woman to help. That's all. Thank you, sir. <sighs> Thank you, sir. That is a www.dassel. That's all. That's all. I, hope, I hope that is taken. Okay, to the men now. I mean, we, 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 every, every, if, you, if you are a woman, you clap. Raise your hand. We are in church if, if you are a woman and you clapped at, dad, at what daddy said, please raise your hand. You enjoyed it, Abby. You enjoyed that table as the table was shattered. You enjoyed it. Okay, now, continue. Daddy sir. What can you say about women who deprive their spouses sex as a way of punishing them or because they are too tired? This set of people are always tired. Or anytime there's a mis- uh, misunderstanding, they wear like seven men. Am I speaking your mind? If I'm not speaking your mind, I will change the question. <laughs> they will wear jeans, not just ordinary jeans. They would wear like eight, well, we- uh, well zipped, and padlocked. And padlocked. <laughs> what can you say? And this thing is really. I got a text message. In the course of the week. And this young man. Newly, they just got married less than like, a year now. He said, ma, I'm losing it. He oh said, my wife only sleeps with me anytime she's, uh, they are still waiting though. He said, it's always because she wants children. That's the only reason why she's, and he said something. He said, the reason why she's sleeping with me is just because of children. He said, that child she will never get. Hey. I had to call the lady, wherever you are. See me tomorrow morning. So what do you what do you have to say about this issue of sex and how, how important is this subject matter to the men? Sex is
2: not a baby making um, it's not a baby making factory. Sex is not meant to be a rod of punishment, it's meant to be pleasurable. To so the husband and the wife, it's its pleasure. Because you see, if it is for making children, if it is for making babies, me, I will have made over 1,000 babies. I've been married for 26 years, and I must have had sex more than 1,000 times in 26 years. So if it is for making babies, you know help me to do the calculation 26 years, and maybe if we are, we are involved in sex for once. In a week, 52 times 26, God knows how many babies. In fact, so it is not for making babies. It is for pleasure. Number one purpose of sex is pleasure between two married people. Therefore, I want to beg all the women in the house. I'm, going to, I'm still going to talk to the men. I'm going to beg all the women in the house. Never. Never turn sex into a tool of punishment for your husband. In that wise, you become a prostitute. What does a prostitute do? A prostitute makes a body available on certain conditions. Is that okay? You pay me so, so amount, I make my body available. Some wives have become domestic prostitutes. That's the name I call them. And so I beg you, if you are here in the house, you are a domestic prostitute. Repent. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen.
2: However, on the other side, this is what every man should understand. How a woman responds to sex is different from how a man responds to sex. The response of a man to sex is in the eyes. Basically in the eyes. A man responds with sight. When a man sees a naked woman, his body chemistry will change. Yes or no? If a woman sees a naked body, most of the time, she becomes irritated. She becomes irritated. Why? A sexual part, a sexual sense, is wired to the heart. To the heart, to the, thank you, to the ear. What she hears, what she feels, it's more of feelings. For the man, it is more of sight. For the woman, it is more of how do I feel. Therefore, every man in the house must understand this basic understanding. That no, what triggers your sexual feelings does not trigger the sexual feeling of the woman. So the woman wants to know. Does he love me? Does he care for me? Has he annoyed me? Is he doing well for me? So many issues. A man can abandon food. A man can abandon food for sex. Yes or no? Yes. A man can have depth problems. Problems. He has problems. Many problems. Is that correct? That does not as, disturb the chemistry. And still go for sex. A man can, can pack all his problems aside. One moment. He has packed, he has packed everything inside a bag. Beam. Stay there. I want to have sex. When he finishes the sex, he can. A woman is not like that. A woman finds it difficult to pack those things and push them aside. She wants to. What about food? What about this? What about that? She's thinking. So please understand. And you can't change it. That is the way God has made a woman. And it has reasons. That will not permit me to analyze the reasons why a woman is made like that. She will be thinking. So when you are saying, my dear, how far now? Our mind is traveling, traveling doing all kinds of 360 journey. Your own mind has already packed everything and packed it inside one bag, and you are ready. Your transformer is ready, your disc is ready, the body is ready, everything is ready. It takes a man few minutes to get ready. In fact, zero minutes, a man is ready. A woman needs a lot of petting. After 26 years, I know what I do. If the one. God bless you.
1: Praise God. Thank you so much, sir. But I still would like you to mention, okay, if a woman is, our mind is traveling here and there, and she's not in the, Are there things that the man can actually do?
2: Yes, there are. To am.
1: help her. There because am. we can't continue to excuse the fact that, oh, yes. her mind is not together, and then, some of us will go home now and we capitalize on I'm trying,
2: it. I'm trying to balance. Okay, sir. I'm trying to balance yes, so sir. that both the husband and the wife will understand their responsibilities. Yes, sir. That nobody is right, nobody is wrong in this scenario. However, you can manage. As a wife, you must understand that your man has needs just as you have needs. I have said that a woman is wired that way. But the man too is wired that way too. So what do we do? So what do, we do? The man too is wired like that. Once he sees, bam. Think of the times where you go into the bathroom. You go and take your bait and you come out naked. And your man is. Shake him, abo. Shake him abo. <laughs> You know, it's, that is him for you. So what do you do? Please manage with him. Allow. Give room. If you can't, speak sweet words. Pamper him. Talk to him. Don't come with words like, is it food? If any if my wife asked me, is it food? I would say, Yes, it's food. For a man, it is food. Sisters, did you hear what I said? Now food for a man. So don't stop asking that question. Is it food? Yes, it's food. It's food. As far as a man is concerned, it's food. So, don't argue about it. Please, trust as much as possible. I told you, a man can abandon food for this thing, you know. he can abandon food. So, it is not even food, it's even more than men. Am I speaking? Yeah. Eh? If you agree, raise up your hand. That is food. Okay, is food.
1: <laughs> okay thank you. I you Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. To talk about
0: um, women denying their husbands. When I got married, I got married as a virgin. And so meeting up with the demand of my husband became a great challenge to me. And then with the fear that my father did not treat my mother well, would this man treat me well? And so when I saw that I was not able to meet up, I began to pray. I made up my mind. See... What sex is to a man is not just pleasure. It is what makes them man. A brother shared with us. Today the brother is late. He had issue with issue with his wife. The wife was continually denying him of sex. At a time, he lost confidence. When you give sex to your man, You are not just giving him pleasure. You are saying he is a man. And so when you deny him, you are taking a part of him away. Praise the Lord. It is what makes a man a man. And another way that I want to look at it there are sisters in the church. Your husband is looking at them and you are complaining. You must stop complaining. If you don't want your husband, you don't want to make your hus- husband the man who he is. Then another woman will help you outside. Praise the Lord. No man is justified by doing it. But a man that is even giving sex regularly is looking outside. Let a law of a man that is now being deprived of it. This man need sex, and that's why you have come to help him. So please help him. You please can discuss him. about it. You can come to terms.
1: You can agree, but please help him. Thank you, ma. I'd like daddy to, yes, please, before I ask one or two questions, from... we really don't have much time. But...
3: Praise the Lord.
1: Hallelujah.
3: Uh, Mommy, I really appreciate you for what you have said. God bless you. You preached very well. But I have a concern with one thing you said about daddy. Yes, sir. And I'm going to say those are part of the lies sometimes our wives say about us. Mommy, you said here, you said everything beautiful. You said, when I married this man, he had nothing. Yes, sir. How could you say somebody that has a bachelor's? degree in 1990, I graduated in 1990, and has a master's degree in 1997, and you say he has nothing. How do you say that, mommy? I disagree completely.
0: All right, sir.
3: So, daddy, I'm in your shoes. So, thank you. So, this man had a lot of things. You had to protect, I mean, somebody in 1997, somebody has a master's degree, he's going somewhere. Mm. Agree?
0: Yes, sir. So,
3: mommy... So, mommy, you have to apologize to daddy yes,
1: sir. Oh, for that yes, statement. Sir. Thank you. That?
3: I want to speak to the heart, sir, please give me one minute. I want to speak to the heart of the youth. I remember in 1990, like mommy said, I had a bachelor's degree in economics. And there was this young woman in my, I think it was, she was in year two or so. I was, I kept worrying after her because, she had, the only thing she had that was going for her was she had a British passport. And at that time, I felt that was the whole world for me. So everything about the girl was negative. She doesn't know how to talk. She was rude. She was completely disrespectful. But the only thing that was going for me there was that she has a British passport. So I was just, you know, I was assuming, I just wanted to marry her. I warn you, young men, like mommy and daddy said, any marriage that is not built on the foundation of God, you are going to run into trouble. That is a giving. There's no discussion. You see, I kept on running after this girl, all everything I got, I took her to my home. This girl was clearly disrespectful to my mother. I still wanted to marry her. I did everything. I don't want to embarrass myself. My wife is here. I married her. And the crazy thing I did, because if I don't say this in front of the congregation of men of God, you young men, you make mistakes, and you think mistakes are just something you're going to glide over. You pay. And you pay very, very seriously. I went to the village, say I just took her to Shomolu. I said, to help with my mother, to help with my, where well, my father was late about that time. All my elder sisters said, no, I'm the only son in a family of six. All my, half, um, all my uh, elder ones, I'm the last born. I was just plain, right, stupid. I took this girl. I took her to Shomolu. I said, the photographer, you are the father. We, are, we signed off. That was the beginning of my problem. Everything I stood for, everything I had focus for, this girl pulled down. To get out of marriage was difficult, because at the time I was doing it, I did not think about the consequence. I felt I was going to, was going to be glad. At the end of it, I found out that, that truly, this guy even did not have a British passport. She was just lying. You don't look for me. At the end of it, she did not have any British passport. But as God will have it, sometimes when God wants to help you, he looks into your heart. He knows my son has been stupid, but I will help you. It was only God that got me out of there. In that place, I got my head lacerated when we had issues. There was a lot of issues I went through. I warn you, young man, if you feel... You can walk through it without any consequence. You lie. I tell you boldly today, it was God that saved me. I went into that. I got out of it. Yes, um, a lot of people stood up. It was battle, but uh, thank God, God helped me out. Until I went back to God, and I was now asking God, Oluwa me I've made a mistake. I'm. I, I really. I went to God. I really begged God. Before God gave me my wife. And today, how many times me on Britain? I go to Britain to When God decides to help you, make sure don't ever by sight, no marriage is consummated with uh, uh, only passport. If you drew there, you get into trouble. God bless you. Thank
1: Thank you you so much, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Please appreciate Daddy one more time. See, uh, we have no doubt that God orchestrated this week and this service. The things we've learned in this week has been amazing. Thank you so much, Daddy, for sharing. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for not holding back. Thank you for not pretending. Thank you for being you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thank you. So, Mommy, our time is actually up. For the sake of the singles, I would ask you two questions. And somebody is holding you back. This person said, you, you mentioned that singles should, not st- should stop doing the boyfriend and girlfriend thing. Are we saying that dating and courtship is wrong? Is that what you're saying? Please help us answer that question. Courtship is
0: not wrong. But what most of us do is dating and having boyfriend. Let me try. You are checking. If this does not work, another will work. Gambler. Exactly. Gambling. I didn't go into any relationship until my husband proposed and we started courtship. The courtship that will lead to marriage is different from checking. Where you are checking, the brother will also check your underwears. Sampler. And then sex outside marriage is sin to God. So, I'm not courtship is right. During the time of courtship, what do you do? You pray. You prepare for your future. So, courtship is not wrong, but having boyfriend and dating, checking out, no,
1: that is wrong. Thank you. Thank you, ma. Thank you. Um, I was looking out for questions from the singles. I'll just read out this. If a man prayed to God for helpmate for a helpmate, and God answered the man by showing him his helpmate, but the woman who is supposed to be the helpmate had the educational standard than the fact that the man had great vision. How would both of them manage themselves to fulfill their destiny of marriage, to produce excellent results God is expecting? I don't know if you understand that question. I
0: do not get what this person is trying to say, but if the sister is maybe career-minded, or I don't know if they have gotten into relationship, or maybe... The sister has a particular focus that is contrary to that of the brother. Maybe she has accepted your proposal. You can pray. When my husband came to propose to me, he had other things in mind. But there are things that God has told me about my marriage and about my husband-to-be that he didn't understand. So I prayed. I didn't even talk to him about it. I just prayed. And a week after, he came and met me and said, God has been dealing with him. Along what God has told me, so if God that has, was
1: before you got married. Before right? we
0: got married at all. So if God is, you are convinced. You need to be convinced beyond every reasonable doubt that this is the sister. And then there are things that contrary to your vision. Just pray it out. God will sort it out. It's not a big deal.
1: All right, mommy. Since feelings cannot be the foundation of marriage, how do we factor the God's will in courtship. As how do we, how, if feelings is not the determinant factor, what else? What other thing? You've mentioned the word of God. Okay, how do they know um, who God is leading them to, apart from the word of God? What, will be the, what would they use to determine the fact that, okay, I think this is the person.
0: Okay, let me try and... Um, okay, okay, thank you. The standard of
2: marriage is this. This is how God started marriage. We all agree that God created marriage. Yes or no? Garden of Eden. God created Edom, Gave him an assignment. He could not perform the assignment. He needed a wife. Every sister in the house, any brother that comes to you to say, I want to marry you, ask him, bro, where is your garden of Eden? Why do you need a wife? Where is your garden of Eden? What has God proposed you to be? That is the only reason why you need a wife. If you say it is to make... Because I need children. You don't really need a wife. What do you need? Baby mama. If it is to cook food for you in the house, you don't need a wife. What do you need? A cook. If it is to wash your clothes... You don't need a wife. What does he need? Dry cleaner. If it is to have sex, he doesn't need a wife. What does he need? Prostitute. So, you must check it. Why do you need a wife? And I tell you, what you need a wife is to fulfill God's purpose for your life. So, sister, check his purpose. Does he
1: align with your own Purpose. So meaning that every single should understand the purpose of God for their lives. Exactly. First. First. Before looking for who is Mr. Because
2: or Mrs. Right. You are looking for help. Which help? For what purpose? For what purpose? What do you need help for? You yourself don't know what you need help for. And you are looking for help. If I shout, I say, help. 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 You will rush to me, yes or no. When you get to me, what do you expect me to say? You will expect me to say what I need help for. Ladies and gentlemen, every brother looking for a wife is shouting, help, help, help. When the sister comes, she should be, he should be able to say, what do you, that, that help, help you are shouting. Oh yeah, say it. If he can't say it, he doesn't that need no a wife. Oh. Thank you, he sir. He doesn't need a wife. Thank
1: you, sir. Thank you. Um, I wanted us to so close, but this person asked a crucial question that I would just want you to. She said, "I don't know if it's a he or a she, but it must be a she. It must be a she. she." said, for the marriage, sir, you spoke so well, but I want you to speak on Genesis 2:24. This still causes a lot of issues in marriage. We have a lot of men still cling, clinging to clinging to their fathers and mothers, and affecting their marriages. I think in time of cleaving and leaving.
0: This explains why a man leaves
1: his father and mother and and is joined to his wife. And the two are united into one. So she is saying that um, some husbands still cleave to their fathers and mothers instead of cleaving. They have not left. They have not left their fathers and mothers. So how do you advise?
2: That's a topic, a long topic, because it has two sides. There are two sides to every coin. The first side is this. Yes, we are supposed to leave the family. But the leaving, is it, does it mean physical abandoning your relatives because you have married a wife? No, that's not what it means. Unfortunately, that's what some some wives want from their husband. They want their husband to abandon. See, I'm a father too. I have daughters and I have sons. So you mean when my son gets married now, you should forget about me. A son that I have trained, I have sent to school for 25, 26 years. I have spent all my life savings and then now he's married, he just abandoned me. No, that cleaving, that living, a lot of people don't understand it. It is not physical. It doesn't mean abandon your family. Don't talk to them. When your mother is coming to visit you, you say, mommy, you didn't tell us you are coming. Abba! Mommy must give a notice before coming. Mommy must do this. Mommy must not stay. No, that's not what the Bible is saying. The living is in the heart. That when you get married, you cleave to your wife, you cleave to your husband, you don't, you don't, you don't hand over your marriage to your parents any longer. They don't dictate what you do to you. They don't tell you this is the way, this is the kind of food your wife must prepare for you or when you have disagreement with your wife or you have disagreement with your husband, they step in to take sides. But that does not mean you will not take care of their needs. You take care of their needs, you take care of their spiritual needs, you take care of their physical needs and sometimes emotional too. What if the woman the mother-in-law is now a widow. Or the father-in-law is a widower. They have needs to. Don't forget, every wife today will become a mother-in-law tomorrow. Every husband today will become a father-in-law tomorrow. As I'm, as I'm growing in age, I'm getting closer. I'm beginning to understand better that very soon I will become a father-in-law. I don't want my daughter to abandon me. I don't want my son to abandon me because he has married no, they are two different things entirely. So we God must will help us. It.
1: We must balance Thank it. Thank you so much. I know there are so many questions, but we can't take them all, especially for the married. If you are in this house and you're married, KSO and SSO, they didn't ask me to do this, but I just want to do it. They have a programme coming up for the couples. I think next weekend. This weekend, twenty-sixth and twenty seventh of this month. It's a getaway couples getaway program, and um, you have a, a, a you have a lot of time to discuss sensitive issues there. And um, I think we have the flyer in the house, right? The ushers should please help us um, pass it to the members. If you have things that you know, it's so uh, unfortunate that we pay so much attention to physical things, to our physical possessions, but we don't pay attention to the things that affect us personally. If your home is not right, there's no how you can function effectively in other areas of your life. So it is worth investing into. So see the flyer and see if it's something you can key into. Thank you so much, evangelist and evangelist missus. It's been a nice time having you. We are blessed, we've been blessed. Thank you so much for the wealth of wisdom and the knowledge you. is that how much you can appreciate them? Thank you so much. God bless you for giving off for being you. Thank you.